Hello, listeners. This is PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon, and this is PSG Small Talk for Tuesday, February 12th, 2019. I am back from New York City Legends Bar, where me and uh, about three to four dozen other PSG New York members witnessed an amazing 2-0 victory by Paris Saint-Germain over Manchester United at Old Trafford. Now, I don't have much of a voice left. Obviously, you can probably tell. So, I'm not going to go all that long here. I'm going to save a lot of it for my Saturday-Sunday show. I'm going to have John Olangi and Eduardo Razo. We're bringing the crew together. And we're going to have a long-form discussion on what all this means and how great of a performance it was. We'll get into everything. If I miss something here, don't worry. We'll talk about it on Saturday. Now, first of all, the the credit here goes to Tomas Tuchel. The first person in line for, um, for the credit is Tomas Tuchel. This was a masterfully well-done set-up game. They took away all of the things that Manchester United wanted to do. And as the game went on, they just... As I talked about last year when PSG played Real Madrid in the second leg, they just turned up the boa constrictor. United couldn't find space. They couldn't find time on the ball. They couldn't put good crosses into the box. I don't think a single cross got to a Manchester United player the entirety of the game. Thiago Silva was playing deep, and he was just heading away everything. Marquinhos, who I think is man of the match, took away Paul Pogba. He took him away. Every time Paul Pogba got the ball, Marquinhos was in his face every time. And that was not an accident. That was the design. Because when Pogba gets space, Pogba can make things happen. When Pogba doesn't have space, Pogba can't make things happen. And with that, and with the really great fullback play in this game, Tilo Kerr was exceptional, and Juan Bernat was exceptional. He played really strong defense. He didn't allow people by him. There were rarely situations where Rashial and Lingard and Rash and uh, Martial, Rashford and Lingard could get one on one. And throughout the game, PSG just just tightened the boa constrictor, made it harder for United to move, and eventually United broke. It was a corner from Angel Di Maria, perfectly lofted to the back post. Presnel Kimpembe runs behind the ever-hapless uh, Nemanja Matic, put it in with the inside of his right foot over the head of De Gea, 1-0 PSG in the 53rd minute. 60th minute counter, Kerr Di Maria. Di Maria puts a perfectly placed ball between the two center backs. Kylian Mbappe steps in between them deflects it with his right foot into the right corner, 2-0. And from that point on, United maybe tried to muster some kind of attack, but they just had nothing. And I go back to the Dennis Green quote from about, uh, at this point, it was about 13 years ago or so, 
when he said they are who we thought they were, in this case, they are who I thought they were, which was a decent to a good Premier League team. They're not much more than that. This is not a top-level European club. They're just not. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer did a really good job of resurrecting Manchester United's Premier League hopes. And he deserves credit for that. But the Champions League is a whole nother bar. And to be in the Champions League, you have to not only have the strategic mind to do what you need to do, but the tactic, but the tactical mind and the, the talent on the field. And I'm sorry, Nemanja Matic and Juan Mata and Ander Herrera are not Premier, not Champions League caliber midfielders. They're just not. And the only guy out there that was champ was Champions League material was Paul Pogba and David De Gea. Those are the two people on the entire field that can play in the Champions League. All those other guys are just kind of guys. They're really good Premier League players, but that's kind of about it. And what was shown in this game was that even without Neymar, even without Cavani, even without Thomas Meunier, PSG have the better players. And we could talk about form, but this was very simple. Thiago Silva was the best center back for either team. Marco Verratti, who played 73 minutes, came out in the 73rd for uh, for Paredes, who came in and did a good enough job. Verratti was the best midfielder on the field. And he was better than Paul Pogba today. Now, there's days where Paul Pogba might be better, but honestly, Verratti's a more consistent player in general than Paul Pogba has been with United. So, kind of a wash. Pogba might be better with the upside, but in this game, Verratti was better. And Kylian Mbappe was clearly the best attacking player. So, let me go through that. If you have the best defensive player, you have the best midfielder, and you have the best attacking player in the game that you're playing, chances are you are going to win. And that's what happened here. And the performance by Marquinhos, whose step, again, is just proving that he's invaluable. He can play center back, he can play in a back three on the wing, outside in a back three, and he can play defensive midfielder, which is what he did today. And give credit to Angel Di Maria, who had two assists basically in this game, and Julian Draxler, who had his off moments, but was able to hold his own and circulate the ball, and he didn't try to do too much. Another just sort of low-key, smart Julian Draxler performance. Presnel Kimpembe. Um, he has trouble getting the ball out of the back. And it almost hurt PSG a couple of times, but United just weren't good enough to capitalize on it. If they're going to keep going through, they're going to have to figure out a way for either Presnel Kimpembe to get better at this skill or they're going to have to figure out another way to get the ball out of the back without passing to Kimpembe. But he kind of makes up for it in this game. Intelligent run to the back post. Cheeky little finish for his first ever Paris Saint-Germain goal. And what a time to get your first ever Paris Saint-Germain goal. In the knockout stage, round of 16 of the Champions League. So, 
Um, well, let's talk about Buffon. Buffon did not really have to do anything. He was smart in his uh, ball distribution. He slowed the game down when he needed to. Soothing presence in the back. Good stuff from him. Um, uh, I Again, fantastic performance. Shorthanded. This doesn't mean that... <clears throat> PSG can go and win the Champions League without Neymar or, or Cavani, because they probably can't. But what this does is it probably buys you time so that Neymar, who can maybe come back in late March, early April, and Cavani, who will probably be back in a month, can feature in quarterfinal Champions League games. And when Neymar went down, that's about the best you could have hoped for for PSG. And right now... The players that showed up in this game have done the thing they've needed to do. And I talked about this on the last small talk as we were going into this game. There could be no excuse making. There should be no woe is me or our lives are terrible because we lost these players and we have no chance now. The players have to be professional and they have to step in. And they have to play up to the level that is expected of them by this club. And that's what they did tonight. It was a team effort masterminded by a coach who I think PSG should go right now to the ends of the earth to keep. He has been a breath of fresh air. He has his weaknesses, like all coaches do. And I've discussed them. But this is a game that shows you that he understands tactically how to set a team up in a disadvantageous situation and get a result. Now, this all projects to a second leg at the Parc des Princes. Without Paul Pogba, because he received two yellows in this game and got that second yellow about 89 minutes into the game, was sent off on a really stupid challenge on his part. And now, Manchester United are down 2-0 and have to go into the Parc des Princes without their best player or their best infield player. David De Gea is their best player, but um, Pogba's their best outfield player. Now, of course, the... Last time PSG had an insurmountable lead in a Champions League uh, knockout round, things didn't go so well. But, obviously, these are different circumstances. Imagine two years ago if PSG had beaten Barcelona 2-0 at the Camp Nou and then Barcelona with or without Lionel Messi for the second leg at the Parc des Princes. That's what this would be like. This is a mountain for United to climb. Is it impossible? No. It's incredibly unlikely as long as PSG are focused and determined and they play the same way they played in this game. There's a probably larger than 95% chance Paris Saint-Germain are going to go to the quarterfinals of the Champions League, possibly get Cavani back, probably get Cavani back, and possibly get Neymar back for both legs, if not the second one. So what looked so bleak is all of a sudden not so bleak. They have a 10-point lead in Ligue 1 with two games in hand. They're in the quarterfinals of the Coupe de France. 
what looked so bleak two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, when it looked like this team was spiraling, was all turned around tonight. And it was turned around because 11 men and a manager blocked out the noise, blocked out the doubt, and showed up and fought and outplayed Manchester United, who again, I can't be a hypocrite and all of a sudden say they were the best team, the better, you know, the best team in England or something. I I had a feeling they were fraudulent, and tonight sort of proved that they were fraudulent in a grand European sense. They're not a fraudulent Premier League team. They could still finish top four, and that right now would be excellent for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But this is not a team that should be beating Paris Saint-Germain. I said it in December. I said it in January when Neymar went down. I even said it on Saturday when Cavani went down. Other PSG team, maybe a team of two years ago or three years ago, losing their best players may have folded, may may have packed it in and tried to play hard defense for 90 minutes. PSG did not do that. They controlled the midfield. They controlled the game. And now, with Saint-Étienne coming up on Sunday, PSG have about two, three weeks to sort of regather themselves, get some people healthy, maybe, and get ready for March 6th, which is a golden opportunity to advance to the quarterfinals, see if you can get Neymar back, and possibly make a run at this thing. Please follow PSG Talk on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to our podcast, PSG Talking. The one that just went out might be a little outdated, but still listen to it anyway. We're really good at our jobs. Um, We'll entertain you. Um, Make sure to um, visit our website, psgtalk.com, and visit our Patreon page. And look to subscribe. We're giving away Farmers League champion t-shirts. Maybe we'll have to change those to, well, let's not say that yet. Um, we're still Farmers League champions, although again, <laughs> we shall see. I'm very excited about today. What a, what a performance. What a night. Enjoy it, PSG fans. You have nothing to apologize for. There was no bad refereeing decision. There was no lucky bounce. There was nothing. This was domination. And you can take yourselves to work tomorrow or to school tomorrow and be proud of that. This was a complete victory. So for PSG Talk, this has been Mark Damon. I will talk to you guys on probably Sunday or so with a longer small talk where we get into more depth. But au revoir for now.